everybody and welcome to the Yeti Podcast. I'm your host Morgan and today we have a guest on our show. Her name is Emily. How are you doing, Emily? Pretty good. Uh, so, Emily, uh, can you just like give us sort of like a, what you think about the coronavirus right now? Um, well, I think it's on the mend. I think that it's slowing down. But I also think that more people that go out because it's slowing down could also create a phase two of it. So it's kind of a 50-50 situation. As a student, how do you, are you enjoying like the um, sort of the online school compared to normal school? Um, I think online school personally, I feel like a lot of students, even myself, think that online school is um, maybe a little bit better because of the workload sense and it's a little bit easier because you don't have to like actually get ready you can just go and just listen but at the same time I think it also might be harder for some people so it kind of just all depends on what school you go to um now a lot of people are saying that uh um that this may put it this may make other schools that we've put in millions of dollars into this may just change it so that they move it to almost all online school next year and a lot more kids are gonna um, move from regular school to online school next year how do you think that's gonna react with like the schools that need the students like private schools and stuff to stay reliable it's actually that's a hard question because it depends once again like you said if it's a public or if it's a private school if it's a private school it's obviously going to be a little bit harder and they're going to have a lot harder of a time doing that and getting students enrolled at, at the same time so I from everything because you don't really know what the reaction is going to be because they're two different schools so uh so like um how do you think i know that we go to a private school but next year you're going to a public school so how do you think like uh public schools are going to be affected dif- um differently than a private school would well for starters public schools most of the time have a lot more students especially the public school that i'm going to has like over a thousand students even more than that and um I think public schools may be affected a little bit more than private schools just because they have more students. But at the same time, I also think it's a little bit easier for public schools because of the way they do things, whereas a private school doesn't have as much resources to use that a public school would use on a daily basis. So, um, How do you think like whole Zoom thing and all that other stuff... How do you think that, uh, like, the teachers are, like, pers- like personally to you, how do you think that they're, like, going on with this? Do you think they're doing well, or do you think uh, they're sort of suffering because they don't know much about, like, some of them don't know how to do the internet stuff? How do you, do you like, how do you think about all that stuff, the teachers and all that? Well, when I look at the teachers... That's a good question because I think it, once again, it depends on the teacher. Some teachers teach best in that classroom environment 
and um, if they teach best in that classroom environment, obviously they're going to be missing something when it comes to teaching their kids. But at the same time, I also think all teachers can adapt easily, and I also think teachers are known like how to deal with certain situations. Um, but yeah, it, it does depend on the teacher. I think most teachers have handled it very well, but I think there are some teachers who definitely had to push themselves to figure out how to use this technology and how they were going to teach their kids. But, like, I mean, teachers deserve it, man, because they have done a lot to keep us teaching, keep teaching us and stuff. So, I don't know. I just think it depends on the teacher, but I think most teachers have done really well with the whole switch of everything. Um, Do you think that, like being in a school environment and being in the classroom, do you think that that has an effect on some of the students? And some of the students, do you think that, like, uh, the responsibility that's sort of being put on them to, uh, to like, be more responsible and do their homework and all that stuff, do you think that's having an effect on the, st- on the students not being in an actual environment where, where their brains sort of... Um, start up into just I'm learning compared to their bedroom? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I know a lot of students, including myself, who do struggle with, like, being productive naturally. I mean, it's a lot harder to be productive when you are at home and you're in that home environment. And home, for most students, is, like, the place where they can relax and they don't really have to do a bunch. When you're at school, you're in that school mode where you have to, like, oh, I need to do work now or, oh, I need to listen now. Um, But I definitely think that a lot of students do struggle um, being productive, which is why, personally, I encourage, like, setting up different spots to do different things so if you're doing online school which i made this mistake a few times but don't do it in your bed or don't do it in a place where you're not going to be productive do it close to a classroom environment so do it at a desk or do it someplace where you kind of get your brain into that mode of okay i need to focus now or i need to write down what i need to do just try to train yourself to be more productive but it's for sure been an issue for a lot of kids so yeah um so do you think going along with the whole school environment thing do you think that um students are suffering more with grades for this or do you think they're getting an advantage since the teachers have sort of slowed down homework for a lot of students um and even not do you think that the students are suffering or gaining from this situation Well, that's actually a good question because, once again, I think for the student in particular, it just depends on what school they go to. For example, our school did not slow down on the homework whatsoever. It's the same as the first semester. Everything's just go, 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 so much homework. And um, I think public school... I feel like kids from public schools are benefiting more than you would if you went to a private school just because I know public schools have not given as much of a workload or if they have it's stuff that's a lot more achievable and it's mostly online like you don't have to do stuff um, like on paper like we have to do and that type of thing so that's a good question but once again I just think it's on what type of school you go to and it also depends on what kind of learner you are are you a visual learner are you a like 
listening learner where you have to hear things um so once it just depends on what you are as a person but i think the majority of kids because the majority of kids in our state at least go to public schools so i think they're benefiting a little bit more than someone who would go to a private school but that's just my opinion uh so we live in a pretty um like good state for this whole coronavirus thing uh there's not a lot of cases it's not we're not all um for a lot of people at least in this state you're not all congested like you would be in like new york city so in places like new york city and la and all those other places where it's um filled with just a whole bunch of people like advice for like those students and kids who uh still need to go outside and do some stuff because um now like people like where i live you can still go outside and go for a walk and stuff but what what are your suggestions for kids who can't do that and are like literally confined into their into their homes and some kids have tiny homes and just even apartments so what do you have advice for them well, I think the first thing that you need to do is just honestly, I mean, you have a brain. It's really not that hard to <laughs> use it a little bit. I mean, if you are confined in different places and you do feel like you need to go outside, just if you do, just my biggest suggestion would be just be safe about it. I mean, the, our governments in different states and our federal government has put rules in place for a certain reason and most of the time those are to keep you safe the way i like to see it is they're not necessarily rules to find you but they're principles to free you so they're not necessarily trying to i mean you have to be isolated but at the same time it's for your own benefit so to the kids who are in smaller spaces just make the space somewhere where you would want to spend time whether that's if you have a bedroom whether that's rearranging it or decorating it differently or finding another place in your house to do work or just making the space something looking like or feeling like a place you want to be so that's probably my biggest tip for that um so going along with the whole uh with the whole government stuff and how they're working with it um a lot of people were very scared that the government would turn this into martial law um what do you what do you think um that our president and our like legislative and all our branches are doing a good job at this and um what do you think if like what do you think they could be able to do differently that could uh, really help the country and get them back to their normal state yeah so I think, first of all, whether you are a Republican or a Democrat or a conservative or a liberal, we can all agree that our president has taken these measures for a certain reason, and we know that that is to keep us safe. We all know that Donald Trump is a Republican conservative, and he has even had liberals and Democrats applaud him for the measures that he is taking. He's had uh, people from libertarian parties, a bunch of parties that have just praised how he has handled this. And so I think what we really need to understand is that it's not a matter of what side of the spectrum you're on, what side of the political field you're on. It's a matter of what's going to keep the American people safe, because we all need to understand that our government is you know, 
looking out for us and they're trying to do what's best for us at least that's what trump is trying to do that everybody can agree on and so i think we just need to respect that those people are in power and i do think it becomes a bit of an issue when people start to bring politics into it because right now we're we we don't want to focus on politics the whole world is just at a stop right now and we need to understand that this is something that's going to affect all of us whether you're a republican or a democrat or a conservative or liberal or whether you're a libertarian or an independent or any part of the political spectrum it's affecting all of us so i just think people who especially are bringing politics into this just need to understand that the government is doing the best they can and i mean there are certain areas where they could possibly do a better job maybe keeping us indoors a little bit longer but at the same time they see the overall picture of it and we just need to trust that they are gonna do what's best for us um going along with the whole politics thing um what do you think what do you a lot of new rumors have spread out about um china and russia not not like releasing all the info to uh to everybody else in the world about this whole coronavirus thing uh so what do you think about all of that stuff and just china and russia in general during this time well first of all i mean everybody has seen the uh all the jokes about um, Asians about how they started the virus and stuff and you know we just need to understand that it's not about who started the virus it's I mean yes we can look at that when this is over but at the same time we're in the midst of it right now so I don't think our main focus needs to be pointing fingers and I think that um, especially with China and Russia whether they want to release all the information or not I mean we're all in the midst of a pandemic right now. We're all trying to figure things out. So I personally think that, I mean, investigating can be a good thing because obviously you're trying to look at the big picture and some information that they have could help with either finding a cure or just looking at how bad things really are. And so I just think with all of this, people just need to personally just i mean just stop pointing fingers we're all in this a lot of people have a lot of loved ones have died and um i just don't think it personally that it's smart to start you know start something whereas our government especially trump who's in power right now he's just trying to keep us all safe and that's how i see it um no matter what president during this time i think that their main concern hopefully would be to keep us safe once again hopefully because we don't you know some political leaders are (laughs) um but at the same time i don't think we should necessarily be pointing fingers and you can look at both sides whether you want to investigate or not but i at the end of the day i think it's just we all need to work together no matter how hard that is but some people just need to sit down shut up and just work together because you're not going to solve anything if you keep pointing at one another um now even though this whole coronavirus thing is still happening uh it's still 2020 and election is going to happen um so what do you think i've seen this oh for a while for just everybody who's running basically everybody um what do you think about like politicians and stuff and uh you could look at this uh, this way even donald trump doing this what do you think about those politicians um, using this coronavirus thing 
as a sort of trying to boost their points up in the whole election. What do you think about them using this as a election booster? Well, I think, first of all, that, you know, it's, it's a disease. Like, right now, I mean, I get it. You're running in an election. It's something big, that, big that's coming up in our country. But right now, the whole world is just at a pause because of this. And we have been at a pause for a long time. And so I don't think that using the coronavirus to boost your morale or boost your, your campaign isn't necessarily a smart idea because obviously everybody's going to have a different opinion on how to handle it. And um, our government is handling it right now. So sometimes I think that people just need to be quiet and let the government, they need to let um, the people who are in charge handle it. And I don't think that using it as for your political advantage is necessarily smart because a lot of people have been hurt by this and a lot of people are, um, you know, still skeptical about everything that's going on with it. And I think that, you know, bringing politics into it can just scare some people even more. Um, And I just think that right now, once again, it's, I just don't think that's smart and you just need to stop. Maybe when it's over, and you really want to bring up the issue and it's all over if it is over but when it is on the mend I mean there are political issues that do need to be talked about in different campaigns um, but at the same time while we're in the midst of it I don't think it's smart to bring it up while everybody's still you know on edge maybe if things were closer to being done then it would be smart but um, I just think people just need to shut up so <laughs> um Uh, What do you think about the people at the front lines, um, like doctors, um, police officers, even firefighters? What do you think about, like, even nurses and our military? What do you, what do you, uh, do you have anything to say to them or about them? Uh, Because I know you've seen the commercials, everybody's seen them, we're we're all thanking them. uh, So do you want to say anything about them or anything like that? Um, for sure. I think, uh, I have a lot of friends who are in the medical field and, um, part of what I want to do is a branch of the medical field. So I think that those people are very, they're very knowledgeable. I mean, they got, they went through medical school. I mean, most of them, they really know their stuff. And so I do think it's a good thing to thank them because, they are the ones who are also helping to figure out they're using their knowledge on how to figure out the cure and you know they're on the front lines they're risking their lives every day just like people were in the 1940s with you know world war ii everybody's in their own way risking risking their life for this and i think those people right now especially in the medical field are risking them the most and i do think they deserve to be applauded and they are a big portion of how we can help find this cure they're using their knowledge to help solve the problem and i think that that's needed sometimes so yeah um so uh do you know anybody who actually has the virus and if so like how have they like told you how um like what it does to you uh at least to them and um how they recovered from it personally i i do not know anybody who has it i know of i know people who know somebody else um maybe in their family or 
outside of their family even just I know people who know people that have had it or have it or something like that I haven't really heard any um recovery stories and I don't think I've really any heard any um death stories I have heard one um but that is because once again the person who got it was elderly had a previous condition I believe she had a heart condition and that's the main thing that this virus is you, you, I mean so many people are spending all this time worrying and stuff and I just think you need to look at it from a logical standpoint like look the people who are passing away are elderly people and there are some younger people but you have to understand that these people have previous conditions whether it's cancer whether it's a heart failure condition whether it's um you know something like an underlying disease that's the main reason that you know people are getting freaked out because they see all these people dying but most of the people who do have previous conditions and i mean you do have a right to be worried i mean everybody's you know scared of of dying and stuff but at the same time if you just take a step back and just breathe for a second and look at it from a logical standpoint like the person i know how she dealt with it then you really have no reason to be um you know totally completely worried you just need to breathe a little bit so yeah um now to um for like people who do have it that may watch this that may listen to this episode um how do you uh do you have any advice for them or anything like that like anything that you could just uh like tell them to keep their hopes up or anything like that well i mean um it's one day at a time right if you if you look at it from a viewpoint of what's gonna happen in a week or what's gonna happen in a month if you keep looking in the future I think that's what's gonna scare you the most because you're looking so far ahead and no matter if you are um, whatever religion you are or if you are a Christian or if you're not a Christian you need to know that um, God does have a plan and you know I also think that, once again, if you keep looking into the future, that's what's going to scare you the most. So you just need to take each hour as it comes. You need to t- take each day as it comes. Whether that might be hard for you or not, I challenge you to just, if you wake up one morning, just focus on the day ahead of you. Don't worry about what's going to happen next or what's going to happen in the future. Just make each day count because when you make each day count, it makes your life worth living. And so you just need to trust that, you know, God's got a plan and just take take each day at a time just don't don't scare yourself by looking too far into the future um yeah so my sister she uh she has had this idea and i think a lot of other people have too where um she thinks that back in february um if you go back and you think about that time so many people got sick just in february so she, she suggests that um, we all had it in February and then we became like, we became like, um, what do you call it, like antibodies or whatever. Uh, we were immune to it now since uh, we already got it and this was just a bigger wave of it. So do you think that there's been waves of the coronavirus thing before and it was just media just didn't catch on to it or it just didn't hit as many people as it did now? I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, Dr. 
doctors have even said that it's like a common it's like a common cold or flu and most likely people have had it beforehand and not know it it's just this particular wave of it is what is extremely affecting people so um i would say i i would say for sure that it has come in waves before but at the same time we can't we can't use that once again to point fingers like oh we've had it before so you have it now and you know stuff like that but um yeah i do think that we most likely have had a wave of it before um but once again i am the type of person who is kind of a skeptic i'm kind of big on some conspiracy theories but when i look into conspiracy theories i'm very much a person who does my research and i don't form an opinion until i know the majority of the facts and i know what it would look like from a logical standpoint and um so if you're gonna if you're gonna base theories on that just especially my biggest thing as somebody who looks into conspiracy theories a lot and you know forms an opinion on them i would just say make sure you know your stuff before you start you know spouting off a little bit because then if you do start doing that and people call you out and you don't know your stuff then you just end up looking stupid and that's with anybody ever so um if you are going to say stuff like that just you know make sure you know your stuff and i do think that it has come and little waves before but obviously not something this severe so um yeah so um compared to like if this did happen before um do you think that it's just been wave after wave and has been getting stronger or uh do you think it's been sort of slowly getting slowly building up and finally the media caught on to this uh coronavirus thing which is basically just a more contagious flu um do you think they they a lot of media groups are doing this are like talking about it for the views for money or do you think people are talking about it for more of an awareness situation than business um, well first of all our media these days is very biased very extremely biased once again to one side of the political spectrum and um most of the time the people the major corporations once again this is my opinion the major corporations who are pushing the coronavirus those people who are doing that have always been big on what i like to call fear tactics and they use something and they blow it into this ginormous problem and they use that problem that they blew up through the media they use that to scare people and they use that fear to get people to vote for them so i think that they are blowing this some of them not all of them some of them are looking at it from an awareness point of view because they are looking out for what's best for the american people but others because the majority of the media is using this as what i would call maybe propaganda because they at the beginning of this it really wasn't that bad but they blew it out of proportion you see how many people cleared the shelves of toilet paper and hand sanitizer don't tell me those people weren't doing that because they were all of a sudden into survival mode because they had that idea planted into their head that we're all going to die like you know the media is going to do that and you just have to be smart enough to realize that they're using it for their own benefit like if you're using those fear tactics of the specific group of people who are largely biased in the media um once again those people who are on one side of the political spectrum then you are you know using that 
and we do have an election coming up. So if you really think about it, these big diseases have happened, most of these big crises have happened before an election. And um, I just think that, you know, using this virus and using it as fear and blowing it out of the water isn't necessarily the smart thing to do, but at the same time, people have been doing it for a long time, but that doesn't make it okay. And I think that a lot of people were scared by it, and I don't think it's right for the media to do that. Um, I think we need to look at the facts. I don't think we need to blow it out of the water and use it for a political gain. I think we just need to all stick together. Um, but, you know, people, you can't stick together if people aren't willing to stick together, if they're going to be in your face about it. So that large group of the media who dominates and is biased, I think, have blown it out of the water. Um, but at the same time, I think the other people have also looked at it from an awareness standpoint. So if I'd have to say the large media bias, the large portion of it, I am going to have to say that, yes, I think they have exaggerated a little bit, but there are those other corporations that have looked at it from an awareness standpoint. So, yeah. Um, now, uh, just to sum it all up, what um, what would you like for people to um, sort of, what, would, what do you think that like people should do um, now that um, we're opening back, opening stuff up? What do you think people should do and still act like during this whole thing? And what do you what do you think that we should leave off this episode off with a mark? What do you think that should be for just everybody in the world right now? Well, I think that as things do start to open up, that once again, you have a brain, you can use it. You have got to be smart. I mean, there's still cases going on there's still stuff going on and just because the government has lifted these orders doesn't mean we should once again just boom go back to our normal lives no we have to ease back into our normal lives if tons of people start going to stores without wearing masks and stuff i mean you can probably guarantee that that is going to cause a problem or a second phase of it and so i think that as the stuff gets lifted we just need to be cautious and we need to slowly phase back in to our normal lives if you just start going into the normal routine just like that then that's probably actually guaranteed to cause some problems so you just need to be smart you just need to use your brain and you know you just really need to think about other people than yourself you need to consider um things that are going on outside of the world or outside of your state maybe um so just consider what everybody else is thinking and just ease back into it. You know, don't just jump right into it because it's going to cause some problems. So just be cautious and um, just be safe about it. Uh, well, thank you, Emily, for um, being on the show with me today. Um, I'm sorry that our co-host could not come onto the show. And um, so like I, like, like I said again, thank you for being on the show. Um, we have done multiple episodes with yes and um i just want to get the news out to everybody for um this whole coronavirus thing to just stay inside and do whatever you can to not harm your grandmother um so um even though it may not be a concern to people from like uh, 40 and younger um basically more than half the population um just be wary for everybody, not just for yourself. For sure. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, yeah. And, uh, sorry to people who are listening to the show. If this is a bit of, if you guys can 
hear a bit of an audio difference in our guest. Um, Zoom would not work, so we're doing it off of the phone. So sorry if you could hear some glitches in her voice at some times. Um, but yeah, that's it for the show. Um, thank you, Emily, again. And I will see everybody later. Just kidding, because that would be bad, because I'd spread the coronavirus. Thank you.